Hey everybody and welcome back to the Off The Key Podcast where we talk about music of all varieties. I'm your host Mac and today I'm joined by my two regular co-hosts, Urit, Baba Booey, and James. Hello there. I'm pretty sure you've said hello there for every single, just about every introduction mm-hmm. in, in some variety of delivery. It's, it's his thing. You have yeah. to have the yin and the yang, the counter, the balance the, and the, counterbalance. The, the, the yeah. chaos. And, yeah, the, and the yeah. consistency. Me giving a different one every time and then him giving the same. If it grounds you, let us know. But anyway, uh, today we are talking about the brand new ninth studio album from Alex G, God Save the Animals. I was actually pretty excited for this release. Uh, I was introduced to Alex G by a good friend of mine. Uh, his name's Franco. Right around like 2014, 2015, like the DSU days where a lot of people were introduced to him. I was pleasantly surprised by this album. Now, I know Alex G is a bit of a band camp legend. That's where he got his start in the early 2010s. You know, he released several albums, EPs, singles, and his popularity generally spread through word of mouth, reverence from other musicians, internet blogs, uh, a lot of underground success. And eventually his underground success led to a record deal with Orchid Tapes, followed by a tour throughout North America and Europe in 2014. And by 2015, he signed a record deal with Domino Recording Company the following year. Alex G. actually also landed a collaboration with none other than Frank Ocean. He actually provided the guitar parts and many arrangements for both Blonde and Endless. So that little guitar part you hear in self-control, that was Alex G. I think one of the things that I find so compelling about Alex G. is not only his experimental underpinnings, but his ability to tell deeply compelling and personal stories about people and the world around him. He often writes from the perspective of characters and is able to tell simplistic yet touching stories, and it's partially why he sings so many different styles. I don't think Alex G. has made many amazing albums, but I've generally enjoyed a lot of his stuff. You know, DSU, I thought House of Sugar was pretty good. Trippy was also an excellent album. I was pretty excited about this, and I was actually very curious about what Garrett and James thought. Well, as they say, curiosity sometimes kills the cat. I did go back and listen to some stuff like from DSU, and I will say that he is his experimentation with vocal delivery is not as prominent as his experiment with music. I will always appreciate bands and artists for being experimental. I won't knock that. That does not always mean it's good. Playing around with something as volatile as vocals, when it comes to vocals, you're kind of given what you're given. There are certain things you can do to change them, but that does not always mean that it's going to sound good. One of the most interesting comparisons, and definitely one of the most notable comparisons that people make to Alex G, is they'll call him a modern Elliot Smith. And I think that tracks somewhat. I mean, he's even mentioned Elliot Smith as a direct influence to his sound and his style. Definitely from the DIY sound, the distinct vocals, the very elliptical songwriting style with a pop underpinning. I definitely see where people get the Elliot Smith comparisons because many of Alex G's songs, they're very simplistic in their songwriting, but they evoke powerful images and messages. One of the things I really like with his experimentation is like the backward tracked vocals and some backward tracked instrumentals throughout and like little samples. That is very nice. It's sometimes hard to do to make backwards track stuff and place it in the right spot, make it sound good, but it sounded really good. I really enjoy his experimentation with his musical ideas. It's just I don't enjoy his vocal experimentation whatsoever. His voice being the constant in this wave of experimentation would be so much better. 
I wholeheartedly agree, especially in After All, the starting track on this album. It's very jarring. The music is going, and it's real nice and subtle. That falsetto comes in, and it's just like beating my eardrums. The whispering on Blessings is grating. Sounds very low quality. It does not sound good. I agree that I think he went too ambitious with the vocal experimentation, but I do not think it's as bad as you guys are saying. After all, I actually found his vocals on that to be pretty touching. I thought After All was a great opener, and it leads right into what I think is the most straightforward track on the album, Runner. That was actually one of the lead singles, and he even got a performance on Jimmy Fallon. It's catchy. It it is straightforward. It is a little simplistic, but it goes to show you that you need some simplistic within your experimentation. I think that his... Some of his lyrics are poetry. Like, In Bitterness was very enjoyable. He's making these characters, and I, I, I encourage him to go in the direction of his music, keep the one consistent solid to be his vocals. I think he's trying to do a little too much. I do agree with you guys. Actually, that's probably one of my biggest criticisms of the album. I just don't think it was nearly as bad as you guys are implying. I can't remember which song it was. It was the one where he was using auto-tune. It was very Post Malone-esque. Immunity, um, I think immunity. it was. I, yeah. I actually do agree with you guys that there. Is- the auto-tune <laughs> there, it, it does kill the song for me. If you're going to overuse something, I'd rather it be like T-Pain. I find like it's actively making his voice worse. I feel so strongly about it subjectively that I almost feel like it's like starting to become objective. Like I'm just looking around, I'm thinking like, I'm like who the hell is going to like this? Yeah, like, who, it was, who, uh, like who, who is this? I thought that was a bad, bad. vocal yeah. decision. I, it really reminded me a lot of Drake on, <laughs> the, yeah, like, on his most recent <laughs> album. <laughs> The constant auto-tune, almost talk singing. Like, I could tell he was still singing. At at least he has that on Drake. The only songs that I thought were outright bad were Immunity and Forgive. I actually think Forgive is really bad. I'm a big Massive Attack fan. I know they like to do their whispering, but Blessing was just rough, especially the little ad-lib, the... You do it better than James. How's it go? It was like, Ooh, or the. It sounded like it either had an ass ton of reverb on it, or there was an actual chorus of people just saying, Ooh. You know what it reminds me of? I remember that string in like 20, the early mid 2010s where we got the ho hey because it was just uh, like a guitar and just the people clapping going, Ho hey. It just reminds me like all like the Lumineers and all those folk bands oh. doing that stuff. It reminds me of that and just oh, it's in like the what? worst way. That is supposed to be what the the genre is like, the lowest common denominator of the genre. Like, shouldn't we have moved past this? Shouldn't we? If we're going to be experimental, why are we doing the most basic of the basic stuff? Like, like, where haven't we gone past this? I really didn't think it was that bad. The whispering was not a good idea. I definitely agree. But I actually think Blessing has some of the most pointed songwriting on the album. One thing that I think you guys are kind of brushing under the rug here is the themes in the songwriting here is amazing like i think it's some of the best that alex g's well i know that's why it pisses me off even more because it's like it's like i dropped my ice cream in mud and i can't (laughs) enjoy it i can't enjoy it yeah it detracts from the songwriting man immunity's lyrics are good i just cannot listen to it because it generally there are songs here that i think like miracles i think that is a beautiful song i was no bitterness i enjoyed that no bitterness a runner, yeah, is a little basic, but I was very catchy. I actually think it's one of the best on the album. Ain't It Easy, Cross the Sea. I think there are great songs here. I agree with you guys that this album is held down by too much experimentation. But there is a beautiful statement here. It hurts me because I know that 
if he were to take all of his vocal production away and he only did two things, just sing, just sing with his natural voice, that's all he did, we're looking at a very positive rating. And he did not do that. Some of his choices make these songs either just completely unlistenable or a borderline unlistenable. Less is more. In fact, a lot of times less is more. See, that's where I'm also going to... Now, do I think Alex G is the best at it? No, not not all the time. I, I do think a lot of his projects suffer from similar experimentation issues, but indie folk hasn't really developed in the past few years, if you ask me. And I appreciate that guys like Alex G, who are gaining popularity, are trying to push forward, you know, that DIY, lo-fi folk sound that you got in the 1990s. I'm not upset that Alex is trying to take indie in different directions. He's trying to have his cake and eat it, too. Yes, but... The experimentation he's doing with his music, with his lyrics and his writing, is enough. That's why I'm saying it's enough to push the genre in new and exciting directions. He's going too far. That does segue into my other big criticism of this album is sonically on this album. Now, I do think there is some level of cohesiveness. Like many of his other projects, I think he struggles with finding a sound and sticking with it. God Save the Animals is probably the closest he's gotten to that. And this is the most mature his songwriting has ever been. So I think that's, I mean, an overall win. He's taken a step forward while also taking a step back, if that makes sense. Yeah. His songwriting has gotten better. He's experimenting in the way, in some ways that he should, but he's also going way too far. It's like, you got to know your limitations. You've, you've got to go only far enough as you'll allow I'm just saying that I see a lot of growth and development, and I guess that's just because I've been kind of following Alex G for a while. I honestly think this is one of his best and most cohesive projects yet. Now, is it his best, period? No. I appreciate the step in the direction he's taking. I don't know about you guys, but Runner really sounds like a Tom Petty song. Yeah, I, I get a little bit of that, yeah. Yeah, like specifically Wildflowers, Tom Petty, and also uh, Miracles, very Tom Petty-esque for me. Yeah, like I'm just, I'm really just stuck down the middle because it's like every track, like I like one, I don't like one, I like one, I don't like one, I like one. We're talking about like a split of songs that I thought were really good and really well visualized and songs that just had something about them that just made them bad. And it's almost like there's like a really cool like little symphony piece or a jazz and then there's like, imagine someone just like loudly slapping a boom whacker on the table through all of a Mozart symphony. You could say, yeah, but Mozart's playing in the background, but. On the other hand, you can also say, okay, well, it's unlistenable for me because there's literally a boom whacker being slapped as that loudest possible volume over top of it. Take that shit out. Much, But what I am saying is this is a step in the right direction. I am seeing growth in Alex G, and I think this is the stepping stone to what will probably be a fantastic album. I am not saying that this album is great. I just think it is way better than you guys are giving it credit for. There are great songs here. I think After All is great. I think Runner is great. Mission is also a great song. No Bitterness. I thought that was beautiful. Cross the Sea. Blessing. You know, I definitely see where you guys were coming from there. Miracles. Another beautiful folk piece. Headroom Piano. These are all touching songs. That's over half the album that I think is great, that I think is fantastic. There are bad songs here, yes. I think there are a lot of problems with this album. He is not a bad artist by any means. He's actually quite talented, and there's a lot of 
musical things that he does on this album and a lot of these songs that I really enjoy and that are really refreshing. I'm not saying, and I don't think Garrett is either, that this is a horrible album. It's just he's gone too far with it. Let's just go ahead and get to our final thoughts. This album overall, it does get into certain areas that Indy does not go very often. However, some of the experimentations don't quite hit right, and I think that some of his vocal stylings make an otherwise beautiful, poetic song with beautiful lyrics unapproachable. I was very disappointed with this album. There are some good songs on this album. It was kind of a split. I'm leaning more toward negative than the good. I'm going to give this a 4.5. If you just take into account just the music, just the talent, just the many of the production decisions here, it's actually well-structured. Almost all of the music is gushing with talent and feeling, emotion, and authenticity. He tries to blend certain genres with indie folk that, in my opinion, don't really mesh well. Alex G, in my opinion, is at his best when he is doing songs like Runner, Miracles, Headroom Piano, Early Morning Waiting. These are all very simple yet powerful and emotional songs. He is a great artist, and I hope to see more from him, but this album just doesn't do it for me. I will give this a 5 out of 10. So I do agree with Garrett and James that there are production choices that do not work on this album. I just think that there is a lot to love about this album. There are some of the best songwriting pieces of Alex G's entire discography with really potent tracks like Miracles, Blessing, Great Moments that I think are worth noting. I actually think it is one of the more cohesive Alex G albums of the past few years because that is one thing I felt he has always struggled with as an artist is finding that balance. This feels like one of the most mature and fully realized in general, and I think this is a step in the right direction. Overall, I think this is a decent listen, and it's got some great cuts on it. Songs that I'm going to be listening to for the rest of the year. So I'm going to give this a 6.5 out of 10. With that being said, any final thoughts, guys? Nope. Alrighty then. Well, this is Off the Key Podcast, and we're out of here. Thanks, guys. here and I just wanted to give a shout out to Lacrembo for the intro and outro music. Also, check out our link tree for where to follow us. We are on Instagram and Facebook and a variety of streaming platforms. And if you could give us a sub or a listen or even a follow, it'd be greatly appreciated. Thanks guys. See you later. <laughs>